0: Welcome to the Better with Wine podcast. We hope to make your day, or evening, or morning, whatever, better with wine. I'm Elena, and I'm Gracie, and we ferment and filter all this gritty info for your drinking pleasure. That we do. All right, are you ready for this?
1: We <sighs> <laughs> well. well <laughs> are you hard for
0: shard? <laughs> remember uh it was like maybe six or seven years ago when they like the i the something nene came out and they made this like this one family redid this song (laughs) called um like something with my chardonnay or pour pour (laughs) me some chardonnay or something like that and it was really cute and fun i did not see that (laughs) and it like blew up and yeah so it was a parody obviously over this i don't remember which song it was though na -na Nene that song Wind pour wind. my chardonnay Na-na-na-na. maybe i'm not sure <laughs> there's like a man really it. It. <laughs> yes we're old <laughs> i can't oh uh, yeah so chardonnay today guys chardonnay all day i'm pretty sure that everybody's been waiting for this episode I hope or so. some people really can't stand chardonnay and hopefully True. you change your mind about it yes um but it's a huge, huge episode because there is so much information. <laughs> yes. If we haven't said it before, narrowing down the basic facts
1: is probably the hardest
0: part. It is so difficult. Project, yeah. um, we both like research. We both like studying. Mm-hmm. I know we're nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to tell everything about everything. And not, it's not possible <laughs> no, with this. We or, don't want to. We can't do it to you. <laughs> not possible for you guys with this podcast. Um, but chardonnay there's so much information there's so much history there it's Mm. so interesting um and in order to get it in within an hour oh
1: yeah sorry we're gonna
0: see how we do (laughs) we're so sorry ahead of time if this is a long episode (laughs) totally Um, worth it though because it's very fascinating it's super fascinating let's just go ahead and get into it i'm into it all right (laughs) i might zip through this a little quickly because it there is so much that's all right. So Chardonnay is huge grape to discuss. So like it's one of the world's favorite varietals, and it is. Uh, it's made in so many different styles. It's made in so many different countries. Uh, the styles. I mean, think sparkling wine, and all the way to rich and creamy oaked wines.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: is an easier to grow grape variety and it really mirrors the terroir it grows in. So it's an earlier ripening grape and therefore it can survive in cooler climates where the growing season is shorter, like Champagne or Burgundy, so those more northerly growing regions. And because it ripens quickly, it loses its acidity really quickly. So cooler areas are more preferred to grow Chardonnay because we like acid. We do. Said it before, I'll say it again. We like acid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, primary flavors generally that you're going to get with Chardonnay are going to be yellow apple, pineapple, melon. Uh, you will probably get some vanilla when it's oaked, and you'll get all different styles of butter when it undergoes malolactic fermentation. So I'm going to talk about malolactic fermentation really quickly, mm-hmm. and then we can dive into the regions. Love it. So malolactic fermentation is simply malic acid turning into lactic acid. It create and that creates buttery flavors. So Chardonnay specifically has a lot of malic acid naturally in it, and it's very harsh. Malic acid is that very harsh citrus acidity. Chardonnay specifically has a lot of malic acid, and that malic acid is that super tart, really high citric Oh, it's not citric acid, but it's a very similar to citric acid. It's very tart and very crisp, intense. intense acidity. And so, a winemaker might allow that for, that allow um, a bacteria to kind of eat that malic acid and turn into a lactic acid, which you find in milk and whatnot. So, it, it creates a really soft, buttery, creamy flavor. So, lactic acid, if you think you know milk and whatnot, dairy, etc., butter. That's where you get that buttery flavor c- from. It's a very separate from oak. Some people think that butter comes from oak, and it's not true. So you can actually get a very buttery wine without oak, and vice versa. You can get a really oaky wine without butter. Yes,
1: and isn't it true that malaglactic fermentation... Well said, by the way. That's a complicated topic. Thanks. <laughs> I think... And, and this is something that occurs naturally in red wine. A lot of ma- red wines go through this, but it's more prominent in the Chardonnay white wine world. Yes. To tone down that crazy correct. acid. correct
0: and you don't taste the the lactic acid transition in red wine it right. just happens exactly and, and in chardonnay that's something the winemaker controls right cool so chardonnay is now the most widely planted white variety all over the world notable countries that grow chardonnay and the ones i'm specifically going to talk about are france the United States, Australia, New Zealand, and Northern Italy. In France, you'll find Chardonnay growing in Champagne, Burgundy, and specifically Chablis. Mm. Uh, So Burgundy is, we talked about Burgundy when we talked about Pinot Noir, and we kind of mentioned Chablis. Chablis is kind of associated with Burgundy, but it is its own region physically separate Mm. from Burgundy, and that's very, it's north of Burgundy. In Burgundy, Chardonnay grows 100% in Chablis. So talking about Chablis specifically, it's the most northerly region of Burgundy. And like I said, it is separate from Burgundy. And the wine is known to be called Chablis. So just like uh, Champagne is called Champagne Mm -hmm. from the region of Champagne, uh, but Chablis is a Chardonnay from Chablis. Mm -hmm. Its primary characteristics are going to be a pure expression of the grape, and that's their entire premise behind growing Chablis is that it want they want it to be a pure expression of the grape with little to no malolactic fermentation or oak, oak aging. And I will say Chablis,
1: a lot of people pronounce it wrong. It's spelled C-H-A-B-L-I-S. So if you're an English speaker, you might say Chablis.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you <laughs> so much it's for this. Chablis. <laughs> yes, yes. But Chablis you. is not wrong. <laughs> I
1: would know <laughs> what you were talking about. <laughs> it's technically wrong, but if you're in a restaurant ordering a Chablis, your server will know what you're talking about. <laughs> Love it.
0: That's really funny. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, for Chablis or Chablis. <laughs> Let's go with Chablis. <laughs> Chablis. Uh, green apple is going to be a trademark character of the grape due to the cooler region and the intention to maintain the high acidity in the wine. So, in Chablis, they really want it to be a high acidi- highly acidic wine. They really want the green apple to be prominent. It's just, and they don't, like I said, they don't want the malolactic fermentation to really uh be imparted or oak aging. They don't Mm -hmm. really do a whole lot of oak aging. If they do some oak aging, it is considered a new world style in Chablis. And it's also considered a new world style in Burgundy too. Sometimes they have the oak aging in Burgundy. If you find that a Chablis is aged in oak, it will be very light and neutral, possibly charred French oak barrels. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's if, if you are looking for an oaked Chablis. Otherwise, in Burgundy, you'll find Chardonnay growing alongside Pinot Noir. So Pinot Noir is the most grown grape in Burgundy. Second, or sorry, and then second is Chardonnay. You'll find Chardonnay with deeper fruit characteristics because it is further south. So the ripening process is a little bit more prominent. And you'll have more steel-like flavors and the alcohol will be a little bit more warm. You'll find more new world styles, like I said, of Chardonnay here in Burgundy with fuller bodied wines that have more hazelnut, licorice, and spice as the Chardonnays are allowed to age. It's going to be common for Chardonnays in Burgundy to be aged. Puligny-Fuissé, specifically, it is a region within Burgundy. They're some of the most fuller bodied wines with malolactic fermentation and some oak aging. So there's a lot going on in Puligny-Fuissé. Uh, Not to be confused with Puy Fumé, which we talked about in the Sauvignon Blanc episode. Puy Fumé is Sauvignon Blanc, and that's from the Loire region. Puy Fusé, F-U-I-S-S-E, is Chardonnay, and it's in Burgundy, and it's a very full-bodied Chardonnay with some oak aging, and it does undergo malolactic fermentation. Crossing The big ocean. (laughs) Moving Uh, right along. Moving right (laughs) along. In the U.S., you're going to find Chardonnay primarily growing in California. Mm -hmm. However, you're also going to find it growing throughout the country, especially in the Midwest and most northern states. It even grows up in Canada. But focusing in on California, it was brought over in the 1940s, and the focus was making Burgundian style of Chardonnay. So think more high minerals, high acid, light oak, etc., Um, and Chateau Montalena put California on the map for Chardonnay drinkers when they won the famous blind testing of the 1976 Judgment of Paris. Montalena. (laughs) Montalena. That's me. (laughs) Not spelled the same, but no. (laughs) Um, so I don't know if you remember the 19, I was talking about the 1976 Judgment of Paris with the Cabernet. Mm -hmm. So Chardonnay was the other one with Chateau Montalena and it grew so it gained such a huge following after that. It increased California Chardonnay popularity and production. Uh, that by 1988, the number of vines planted planted in California surpassed France. Wow! In in 88 in 1988. Oh, so only took 12 years for California to surpass. That's huge. Vine planting in <clears throat> ca- yeah, compared That's to huge. France. That is massive, considering. France is a larger country <laughs> than California, and three regions. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, three primary regions. Right. Originally, the California growers wanted to imitate Burgundy styles, like I said, but eventually, especially during that time after Ch- Chateau Montelena's win and the popularity of, Ch- of Chardonnay has been had has grown, uh, California decided to turn over and make more buttery, oak-forward wines. Mm-hmm. So better regions to look for when you're looking for Chardonnay, especially that are going to have that buttery, oaky flavor Uh, in California are going to be Sonoma Coast, Russian River Valley, Santa Maria Valley, Los Carneros, and Alexander Valley. But you can also find Napa Valley, Monterey County, and Santa Barbara County to be very common Chardonnay regions as well. Fruit characteristics of the California Chardonnays are going to be a little bit more prominent, Similar to a Southern Burgundy, you're gonna get a lot of melon, pineapple, and yellow apple, uh, mm. and then that's if you can get past all the oak yeah. and butter. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's hard to find sometimes. So, going a whole another direction, Australia and New Zealand, Ooh. we're gonna—they're gonna give you more of that big fruit flavors with its warm climate. You'll find more mango and pineapple and possibly overripe peaches in these wines with some warmer citrus. Um, but some fun things. They do some things differently by adding aromatic yeast to get some more interesting flavors. Uh, Western Australia, considering Margaret River specifically, you'll find more Chardonnays in the style of Chablis because it's a cooler region and that's affected by a lot of coastal influence. I want to talk so much more about Australia <laughs> and New Zealand, but I'm going to pause just there. just don't have the time. I don't have the time. <laughs> I'm ready for it whenever we do. (laughs) (laughs) And the uh, last region that I'm going to talk about is Italy. Oh, yeah. So Italy actually has a super long history with Chardonnay, um, primarily in the northern regions. And similar to Pinot Grigio and Pinot Gris, you know how that started in Alsace, and then it migrated down Mm -hmm. to northern Italy. Chardonnay did the same thing. And so... Mostly, it's used as a blending grape in Italy. However, you can find a 100% varietal in the Friuli Venezia Giulia region. So that's in the Veneto area. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also find it blended in sparkling wine. And uh, both red and white sparkling wines, you can find it in regular blending whites all over mm-hmm. the northern Italy region. But the sparkling wine that I like to mention um, with the Chardonnay is a Francia Corta. Oh, yeah. And that's a really cool Mm. traditional method, sparkling wine um, in northern Italy. And uh, specifically in Italian Chardonnays, if you do 100% varietal, you will find the color to be very golden yellow. And the natural yeast will be a little funkier. You'll get some really cool, uh, funkier, dirtier flavors with Chardonnay from Italy. It's super cool. That is so fun. Because, I don't know, France is a really old country, but Italy... There's something about the boot yeah. that gets <laughs> <laughs> the boot <laughs> to my head. It's my head and how I, I like, know it's translated yeah. it my brain. But something about Italian wines and uh, Italian white wines—they have a funky funkiness yes, to it. Yes, Italian white wines are my jam. They're
1: so good. They're so good, and, and they're Italian different. Italian Chardonnay in their own way. is
0: like cheesy almost. Yeah, it's, it's like fantastic. Super fun, funky, <laughs> cheesy, dirty. It's so lovely. And now
1: Chardonnay's grown
0: pretty much everywhere, though, right? yeah no it's grown literally everywhere South Africa is really cool very unique growing region for Chardonnay but you're gonna get Chardonnay literally anywhere like I said it can grow everywhere Everywhere. it is such a vigorous vine it is a very happy vine in literally any kind of soil Uh, it likes all different kinds of temperatures it's gonna be sweet if you grow it in a warm temperature it's gonna be very dry and acidic and tart and if you grow it in a cool climate but it doesn't matter because it will grow anywhere love it so food that pairs well with un chardonnay. I'm going to talk about un chardonnay, oak chardonnay, and then generally. So un chardonnay. Think France. We've got Chablis, Burgundy, mm-hmm. etc. I know what comes to mind. What comes to mind for oysters. you? Oysters. <laughs> That's exactly what I was <laughs> going <it> to say. Really? <laughs> yeah. So Rossi food. Oysters, yeah. sushi. Yes. So good. Uh, Pate. Oh. Would be really good with yeah. un chardonnay. Creamy pastas and risottos. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Scallops. Uh huh. yes oak chardonnays pair very well with crab cakes seafood Mm. pasta lobster pork tenderloin with apples some heartier dishes heartier dishes pumpkin and mushrooms wow yeah also the pastas and the risottos go really well with it Uh, like I think of a creamy mushroom risotto would be so good with an oak chardonnay yep and then what is the perfect
1: pairing for all chardonnays Oh, my gosh. I don't even know where you're going with this. What you,
0: what you got? Drum roll, please. <laughs> Brie cheese. <laughs> yes. Or camembert. Or big, funky, creamy-ass cheese. Creamy cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. So make sure that's on your charcuterie board. Yeah, no doubt. When you're drinking any kind of Chardonnay.
1: Chardonnay.
0: Mm, love it. And put some, like, peach jam on there. Or, like, yep. like pineapple jam. <laughs> uh, bonus. I'm not. We're going to talk way more about this when we talk about sparkling wines. Yeah. But Chardonnay sparkling wines go so 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 well with buttered popcorn mm. and French fries. <laughs> oh, French fries for sure. Well, inside, I love like, it. Wa- my mouth All the salt. Watering. Yeah, <laughs> great stuff.
1: Are you ready for some fun facts, please? <laughs> so I don't have
0: to talk. Yeah, it's my
1: turn. Fun facts for Chardonnay. So, okay, National Chardonnay Day. Yes. is the drum roll, please. No. <laughs> The Thursday before Memorial Day every single year. So this year, 2021, it will be May 27th. Okay. May 27th. Check. Right before summer. It's in the calendar. I know. We'll, we'll we'll put it on the calendar. Done. Okay. So I know when we talked about Pinot Grigio, I referred to it as a reference from the wine bible, wine Bible, as the white T-shirt of wines. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Okay. Yes. So. Same reference refers to Chardonnay as the Marilyn Monroe of wines. Uh, a little more elegant, a little more personality, a little more big. Ba-ba-boom. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. And I it love makes sense that. because she wears that white dress, white wine. Absolutely. It just, the image in my head, I was like, that makes all the sense in the world to me. She, like Chardonnay, she's
0: a little curvier. Yeah. She's a little got, got a little more personality. Yes. A lot more going on. A lot more going Super on. Super sexy. It can happy be birthday yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. No, Mr.
1: President, I think
0: is what she says. Oh. Was that what it was? Yeah, I thought I was like event like when she went into it. And probably it was like happy birthday, Mr. President. I love it. Like instead of the name. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> okay. Um, well,
1: this probably won't surprise you, Alina, but I thought it was really interesting to bring up. But Chardonnay is the most popular varietal sold in America. Duh, right?
0: Not surprised, (laughs) in the frickin' least. Um, There are over 800... Wait, you said white varietal. Varietal, period. Over Cabernet? Yes. That's interesting. I think so, too. I'm still not surprised, but I'm still... It's it's a big deal. Fascinating, yeah. It's definitely a big deal. So
1: it's the most popular varietal sold in the States. And Americans love their Chardonnay. That's crazy. Yeah. There are over 800 different California Chardonnays on the market... Grab your head around that. So I did the math. <laughs> Obviously, if you drank a different Chardonnay, California Chardonnay every day, it would take you over 2 years to get through them all. Well, over 2 years. If you drank a different one every single week, it would take you 15 years to get through all of oh the California my Chardonnays. Gosh. That's a lot of Chardonnay. <laughs> and that I mean, and that just goes to Does show that include, like include like all of the big box I think so. Too. I assume it does. And that just like goes to show you how big the world of wine is. Like that's just Chardonnay. California Chardonnay. One region, one one grape. That is wild. Like if you you literally couldn't you, you would spend your entire life trying to drink through all the wine in the world. I can't imagine. I mean, we're working on it, but <laughs>
0: I don't know if I want to drink that much Chardonnay.
1: I probably cuz I like I don't. my variety. I do too. I I am very situational wine drinker.
0: Yes. My mood determines what I'm drinking. And I'm sorry, but I don't have an interest in drinking... 800 Chardonnays. Or, you know, you know the $5 chart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. Well, I mean... I'm that brat. Those are the ones we could get, like, 10 of them in one day and have an ounce of each and just say we drank them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just to get to yep. the number.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> and by that 10th one, we'd be feeling great. Ooh, you know what? I want to do... A blind tasting. I knew this is where you were going. I wanna do a blind tasting of Chardonnay or any any grape. Yes. But I like Chardonnay because of the eight hundred. (laughs) Um that number (laughs) though. Three dollar Chardonnay, an eight dollar Chardonnay, a Fifteen dollars Chardonnay, a thirty dollars. Can Chardonnay, we please blind it and then rate them? Let's do it. Okay. We can have it by the wine. Yes. and we can do it on the podcast. Yes, I think that would be so funny. Let's do that. <laughs> or we do uh, five different Chardonnays under ten dollars. Oh, and then rate them all from California. All from California. Yeah. I think we should. Or there's one I'm thinking of from news from Australia. Australia. Okay, I'm into it. Or let's, let's do it. Okay. There's so many different things we could do. <laughs> yeah, let's. Okay, when this episode releases, we'll do that this
1: that week. All right, I'm into it. I love it. Okay, my next statistic, because uh-huh. you know I love my numbers. In 2012, 2013, and 2014, California had the largest Chardonnay crops in history. In Jeez. history. Do you want to know how many tons? <laughs> if that even oh means anything. Oh my gosh. Is this a quiz question? It's not, but you can guess now if you want. I don't have a range for okay. any multiple
0: choice. It's uh, a lot. Tons. I'm going to say like seven trillion. No, not, not that much. Okay. Billions though? Nope. Millions. It is in the millions. 300 million. Nope. 100 million. Nope. 50 million. Nope. Okay, I get. 4 million <laughs> 4 million tons of Chardonnay crop. Gee. And that's the largest in history. So, Y'all, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so when I was doing, you know, Chardonnay, I said it's a very vigorous vine. Yes. It if you it, it's so Sauvignon Blanc is wild and you've got to maintain it because otherwise it will grow and like the grapes won't produce if you don't maintain it. Right. But Chardonnay is the opposite. If you don't, it will keep growing and it'll keep producing. It'll produce so much that if you don't maintain it, you will have too much.
1: And especially in those warmer
0: climates. And it also has a lot of um, like canopy. You have to deal with a lot of canopy management. and it, yeah. So that's that's a whole another thing. But you have to maintain it because it grows so many grapes. Yeah. Apparently, four million. A- <laughs> apparently, a lot. so it's really easy to get that's a lot a of Chardonnay. Lot. Yeah, and that's probably also why that's an option for so many types of varietals. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, a lot, or to lot so of so many types of
1: Chardonnays. Right, and there, I mean, there's a lot of box wine, jug wine. That's Chardonnay. I, yeah, it's just the the options are endless when it comes to California Chardonnay. Yeah. Okay, here's another fun, um, my last number my last number thing, I think. So, in 1970, the average price per acre in Napa was anywhere from $2,000 to
0: $4,000 per acre. Oh, my God. Now. I was like, that's so cheap. It's so cheap. That was 40, uh, 50 years ago. I will say inflation is
1: insane from 70s True. to now, but still. Okay, so 50 years ago, $2,000 to $4,000 per acre in Napa. Now. Hundred and fifty thousand dollars to four hundred thousand dollars per acre. Oh my! God. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> insane. It's, it's. <laughs> it's,
0: it's increased exponentially. So I thought that was fun. So that's probably why a lot of winemakers just buy grapes from the wineries instead of buying their own land. Yeah, I mean, it's much cheaper, yeah. and even just like, cr- yeah, it's, yeah,
1: exactly, and then that's very popular in California. Poplar. 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 <laughs> I feel like I say that a lot on here. Poplar. Poplar. Is it because we're in Kentucky and our, our tree is the poplar? poplar? <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <laughs> poplar. <laughs> okay. So we were talking about jug wine. In the 1960s and 70s, California, mm-hmm. jug wines were the popular Chardonnay option. And do you know what they were labeled as? No. Chablis and Burgundy. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which really hurts me. <laughs> That's painful. So we, we've talked about marketing poise a lot in the podcast. And I like mean, with Puy
0: Fumé. Puy Fumé, like Fumé Blanc. And champagne, even California champagne. And, uh, oh yeah, California champagne <laughs> and then uh, uh, Meritage. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, apparently they were selling really, really cheap Chardonnay as Chablis and Burgundy in jugs. Like this big ass like Gallon gallons of wine. And,
0: and they, so probably people have a bad association mm-hmm. with Chablis and Burgundy.
1: It's hard. And I think now people are actually understanding what they really mean and what they really are and the quality that goes along with them. This so is it's, why we're
0: here and doing what we're doing, yes. because we're trying to educate y'all. Chablis and Burgundy are phenomenal. Top quality. Top quality <laughs> wines. Not that garbage. Jug wine. Jug wine okay. Well, that was at least
1: 50, 60 years ago. Okay. And now in the 80s, varietal wine became popular. So they started putting Chardonnay on the label because people knew it as the grape. So they were like, okay, people know Chardonnay. We can just put Chardonnay. We don't have to trick them. And this the is thinking what education does
0: Whatever. Exactly.
1: And now we've come a really long way and people actually understand producers and regions and yep. yada, yada, yada. So that brings me into my first story. Well, it's really my only story. Okay. But so I'm going back to Pinot Grigio. We talked about Santa Margarita. Today, we're going to talk about Kendall Jackson. Okay. Which I I think many people, when they think Chardonnay, they might associate it with Kendall Jackson because Uh that is the most popular Chardonnay in America. So a little history, a little backstory. Jess Jackson is the man who started Kendall Jackson. He was a lawyer turned vintner. This was his retirement plan. Let's, okay. let's be honest, um, but it ended up turning into something crazy. He was originally just going to grow these grapes. He bought a walnut orchard and planted vines, and he was just going to grow these grapes and sell them off to winemakers because whatever. He was retired. He was just going to farm and okay. make a little money selling some grapes. Cool, cool plan, right? Well, it blew up. It's huge. It is now the number one white wine sold in America. Mm-hmm. Um, Kendall Jackson Reserve was launched in the mid-1980s. The first, very first case of this Chardonnay was sold in 1983 in New York to restaurants. Oh, my gosh. It was marketed as a wine for anyone. And its style, surprisingly, I d- actually didn't really realize this, um, relied on a little bit of residual sugar. So it was actually a sweeter style sense. Chardonnay. That makes so much sense. It makes sense why it got so big. Because people love sugar. Yes. Are you ready for this next little fact okay. I found? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, interestingly, the case of... So the, the Kendall Jackson Reserve, the residual sugar didn't actually come from Chardonnay. It came from blending in a s- tiny, tiny amount of Gewurztraminer. Ah, and Gewurztraminer, that's guys, cool. is a little sweet wine that is typically dr- grown in what, Alsace. Also, in Austria. In Austria. In Germany. In Germany. So, those really cool climate wine areas. So, he had a little bit of or blended in with the Chardonnay. California is so much more warm. Yes. So, that brings in a lot more of that sugar. Yep. It does. <coughs> so, very, very cool. And then, of course, Kendall Jackson. Everyone knows the name. It's a household name. 1983, the first case was sold. In that same exact year, Reagan was president. Nancy Reagan got her hands on some Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. And demanded that it be poured in the White House. So it became known as Nancy's Wine because this was her jam. That's why it's so popular. It is definitely a big reason of why it's so popular and who it's so popular with. Yes. (laughs) If you catch my drift. Yes, so Nancy's Wine definitely helped Kendall Jackson become way bigger than he wanted to be. (laughs) Aw, poor Kendall. And I know. (laughs) No, his name was Jess. (laughs) I don't know where the Kendall comes from. Poor Jess. I know. Mr. Jackson... Rest in peace, he's no longer living, but he has achieved several awards, several acclamations. I mean, he has just had a robust success with this wine. In 1992, his Chardonnay became the number one selling Chardonnay in America, and that still stands. 21 years later.
0: Oh, my god. 19 years later.
1: How many years? (laughs) 19 years later. Still the number one selling Chardonnay in America. So, throughout all these years... They just keep growing. They're collaborating with other winemakers, other businesses. They're just like this huge, 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 huge brand. That's so amazing. What a I, cool story. I couldn't, I couldn't talk about Chardonnay without bringing up no. Kendall Jackson because everyone knows Kendall Jackson. Well, out, give me my KJ. Yeah, exactly, KJ Chard. Yeah, love it. You know it. Okay, my last little tidbit, which I think is super cute. Did you know people are actually named Chardonnay? <laughs> people name their children Chardonnay. No. I can tell you why. why. Yes, Chardonnay is an actual given name. I wonder if they go by Shard <laughs> for short. <laughs> well, in the UK, this is where it became popular. It became fashionable is what I read. Due to a character named Chardonnay Lane Pasco in a televiz- television series in 2002 named Footballer's Wives. Which I've never heard of. <laughs> Ch- Chardonnay Lane Pasco. Chardonnay Lane Pasco. <laughs> <laughs> Chardonnay. I mean, it's kind of cute. I mean, I would never use in it in an English accent. Chardonnay. Chardonnay, yeah. Pasco.
0: Chardonnay. My accent's garbage, right Mine now. Mine is
1: too. I just wonder what you would do. You call him Chardonnay, or do you call him something else? I like Nay. I do. Too. That's cute. Nay Or Donna. Yeah, that was like I never knew that. I would never think to name my child Chardonnay. Yeah. Chardonnay. Chardonnay Peter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible. Nope. All right. That's all I got for you. Those are fantastic. (laughs) Thank you so much for making me just die laughing. All right. Let's taste some Chardonnay. Chardonnay. So we're going to start with a Chablis. Chablis, if you will. Chablis, if you will. Uh, This is Chenevier, is how you pronounce it. Wow, that was good. Thanks. Um, C-H-E-N-E-V-I-E-R-E-S. Lots of E's. Yes. Chenevier, Chablis. It's from 2019. Beautiful. So it's a pretty young Chardonnay from Chablis. Um, It is a full straw, so that actually has some color to it. Um, we're seeing lots of green and mm, a bit also. of silver, and um, I'm seeing Ooh. a bit of presence of legs on this.
1: Yep. <clears throat> I am too. On the nose. On the nose.
0: Mm, lemon. Ooh. Definitely some green apple on the nose. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, maybe a touch of underripe pineapple.
1: Wow, yeah. I'm really getting that. <clears throat> That's pretty much it for fruit, yeah. if you ask me.
0: Non fruit, this Lots is not the. So, like, <clears throat> we talked about with Sauvignon Blanc being a very aromatic wine. We talked about Pinot Grigio being not very aromatic. This is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, so, you're going to get some, some aroma, but it's not going to be in your face and not, it's not going to mm-hmm. be very loud. It's just going to be kind of there. <clears throat> so, non fruits, uh, a lot of saline, um, minerals. Minerals all day. Some white flowers. This is on that kimberian clay, <clears throat> so yes. this is
1: really shining the soil. That top mineral, for
0: sure. yep, that mineral is really gonna shine. Um, and Um. it is. It smells great. I think I get a little green in it. Um, yeah, maybe. And keep in
1: mind, this is chardonnay in its purest form. There's yes. not been a very much. Um,
0: There's no. Uh, what's the word interference interference thank
1: you so no no oak aging hardly any malolactic fermentation if any if any so this is just
0: pure chardonnay (laughs) so this is what chardonnay should be smelling and tasting like at its 100 percent by itself and that's what chibli does yes and burgundy well chibli mostly
1: but yeah shall we taste let's taste
0: Mmm. Yum. Yummy. Mm-hmm.
1: It's juicier Sweet. than I expected,
0: yeah. Um, definitely get that green apple. Maybe a little even yellowed apple.
1: hmm I'm getting more citrus, too. hmm Maybe a little more lemon. Definitely. Still that, that minerality, that I'm saline. that's getting pear. <clears throat> yeah. Pear on this.
0: Yeah, very minerally. Uh, chalky, if you will. Um... I get just a tiniest hint of butter, but mm. it's really not. It's subtle. If, if, yeah. Uh, medium plus body. Mm-hmm. Quite high. The acid's pretty high. It's up there. It's not crazy high, but yeah. Moderate plus, I would say, as well. Uh, and then moderate plus alcohol. So moderate plus acid, moderate plus body, moderate plus alcohol. I think that's all pretty consistent. Yeah. This is a very dry wine. Mm-hmm. And honestly, <clears> I'm getting that. The, the finish is nice. It's okay, not, yeah. It's not. Pr- it's not super. It doesn't have a very long finish, but it doesn't have a very yeah, short. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely hanging out for a bit. <clears throat> um, but I'm getting specifically the thing that stay, the finish that stays for me is the green apple. Yeah, like a Granny Smith apple. Like you just bit into one, and it just it's hanging out on my tongue. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this is that oyster wine. This that is that oyster. Wine. Oh my god! <laughs> so we so give that owl. <laughs> owl is
0: that oyster wine?
1: Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I mean, I just want seafood. This makes me
0: crave really a lot of seafood. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. Delish. Oysters with some mignonette. Yeah. On a cracker, a salty,
1: a saltine, if you will. <laughs>
0: that sounds so good. I had oysters in Florida.
1: And I forgot how cheap they were down there. They're so good. Oh,
0: my gosh. Florida oysters are delicious, <clears throat> especially if you're in the Gulf.
1: Yeah, we were. And it was... I know. Here it's like you get two wasters for like $8. <laughs> I got like 12 for 10. <laughs> it was great. <sighs> Took advantage of it for sure.
0: All right. Let's go ahead and taste our second Chardonnay. We are hopping the pond, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> uh, going all the way over to California. We're going to taste a Sonoma Coast Chardonnay uh, by McCrossy Vineyards. Yum. This is a 2018 vintage. Um, starting off <sighs> with Sight. A little more gold. Yeah, yeah, it's a little more golden. Um, Yeah, so we went from a full straw um, to a light gold. We've got lots of green in here and a little bit of silver. Yum. It's got quite a watery rim. Uh, And the legs on here. um, About the same. They're about the same. Yeah, they're definitely present. They're moving slowly. They're small, but they're close together. On the nose. Oh, that butter! I know it's it's <clears throat> it's intense, but it's not bad. No, it's great. It's this is yeah. It's definitely the love the, this. the butter is the mo- is the strongest aroma. So let's try to dig for that fruit. So if you are cannot dig for the fruit and you're trying really you can't get past that butter or the oak, um, one way that you can do it I think we've talked about this before is blow on your wine, blow over it and let the air leave the glass it kind of hits you in the face and it's still hard to find to be quite honest I mean yeah. it's, we know it's there because it's always there but I think it's more subdued fruits mm-hmm. so I'm getting green apple and I'm yeah. not getting much else me too let's call it that yep non-fruit have uh, way more to talk about on the non absolutely so start <clears throat> starting off with butter we 100% get that past butter uh, I get some vanilla and if you're having
1: a hard time picking up on the butter if this is a new thing for you Buttered popcorn is always
0: something I get when I smell malolactic fermentation, or like sizzling butter in the skillet right before you throw some onions in. Oh. Okay. Like warm butter. Yeah, like melted butter. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. is like. Yeah, melted. which is what's on popcorn: salted melted butter. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yummy. And then we're also getting maybe some vanilla. Vanilla, a little bit of toast a little touch of smoke for me uh-huh and i'm definitely getting some white flowers on this too oh no doubt cool let's taste this gal Cool. Mm. whoa oh she yummy mm. wow
1: we know this wine we love this wine yeah this
0: is one of our favorite chardonnays
1: <clears throat> and it's not a wine we drink very often McRossie, we, we do. love you yeah <laughs> shout out to mccrossy <laughs> <laughs> So yummy. This is a very, very well-balanced Chardonnay. Oh, Sometimes you can get California Chardonnay that's overdone the oak, overdone the mallow, and it's just so intense, and it's all you taste. This, you really can find layers. There is butter. There's
0: oak. There's citrus. But you can pick them out. You can.
1: This is... And, it, and sometimes the oak will just hang out in your mouth forever. This, it doesn't. It's all very well-incorporated. So nice and, and they, so
0: soft. Yeah, they treat each other well in the glass. They... They really love each other. Yes. All, of the, all of the components love each other in They're this class. They're cohesive. They're, They're very meant cohesive. to be like holding hands in a circle instead of Absolutely. raising one person up. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Okay.
1: All right, let's talk about structure.
0: Uh, fruit, though. Mm. We already t- Wait, did we talk about fruit on Mm-mm. the palette? So fruit on the palate, I'm getting definitely that green apple is still there for me. I'm getting a bit of pineapple and maybe... I... Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think so too. It's not... There's not much. Uh, Fruit-wise. But they're... They're nice. It's it's really good. Uh, non-fruit is saline all day, mm-hmm. so that, that adds the saltiness to the butter mm-hmm. that we're getting. The butter is really nice and mellow. Um, definitely get a little bit of vanilla from the oak and then those white flowers are definitely coming through.
1: I agree. Mm. Mm.
0: This is good by itself. It, it actually might be, be more like <clears throat> honeysuckle on, on the palate. You think so? Well, It's a little
1: warmer. Mm. <clears throat> and this style of Chardonnay is great by itself or with food. That's what I love about this. And Chablis is the same thing but mm-hmm. it really is fantastic with food. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I would say medium acidity on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's full verbatim. body. Mm-hmm. It's very warm, so there's quite. There, I would assume there's quite a bit of acid. I think, 14.5. Yeah. So Chablis. Or quite a bit of
1: alcohol. alcohol. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So Chablis is like my summer spring Chardonnay. If I'm gonna drink Chardonnay. Then when it gets colder out, I like to do that California oak Adding style. That oak. Yes, because it really does. The baking spices. Yes, it does have sometimes that higher alcohol, so it really is going to warm you up. Like I remember in 2020, that first really crisp fall day, I was like, "It's Chardonnay season! <laughs> I'm going to give you some California Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Ugh, I, I love, love it. it. Yep, and this is dry. Definitely, definitely dry. No, no sugar here. <clears throat> <clears throat> yummy. Great option. Line. So different. I love it. Are you ready for your quiz? I'm ready. It's quiz time. <laughs> it's so bad at It's okay. We both are. They're not meant to be. Um, you know, you're not expected to know the answers. I know. They're but more still. fun, and I hope y'all that are listening play along too. Yeah, <laughs> that's really why we do it, and it's fun for us. Okay, so I have three questions. Two of them actually do involve chardonnay. One of them does not. So we're gonna start with the not, because I think it's kind of fun, and it might be an eye-opening question for people. You probably know the answer to this, too. So how many states in the United States have wineries? Oh,
0: well, crap. <laughs> if you need the multiple choice, I have it. Okay, hold on. I, okay, okay. California, New Mexico, Oregon, Washington, and then I'm going to hop on over to Midwest. Uh, obviously, Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, uh, Michigan, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, I think, Minnesota. I'm going to move along. Tennessee <laughs> has some. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael's mom, shout out to your winding. Yes. <laughs> um, Virginia, mm-hmm. West Virginia. North Carolina, New York, New New Jersey. Uh, So that's 15 so far. Okay. I'm going to add another five for good measure. So you said how many states, right? How many states? I'm going to say 21. 21. All right. It's more
1: than that. Jeez. See, I knew I was wrong. That's okay. You named a bunch of them. Yeah. Do you want to know the answer, or do you want the give me multiple the multiple choice. choice? Okay, forty-five. Oh my god. Okay, fifty. Uh which is all of them. Twenty-five or twelve. Twenty-five. No. Forty-five. Fifty. It's all of them. What? Yeah. Every single state in what? the United States has a winery. Just think, like tiny winery. You know, like. You know, Kentucky has viewers. They make wine. You made me waste all my time (laughs) counting.
0: (laughs) I know. You went through counting. I was like, oh, oh, I didn't think that was going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. I genuinely, okay, I started, I guess you said winery. I was thinking Vineyards. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Because that's different.
1: It is varied. And I think like Hawaii and Alaska, like how do they have wineries? So they just have
0: wineries. They just probably either import or like make their own to. meat, like, you know, well, other kinds of wine. I not why like,
1: could grow grapes. I can't imagine Alaska growing any grapes. <sighs> I know. Sorry, that was a stumper. She's
0: not very happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how cool um, is that, um, guys? Um, I'm mad at myself because I thought vineyards and i was <laughs> oh, stupid. Oh, okay. But, okay, how cool is that, you guys? Every single state in has the United States has a winery. So they
1: all technically make wine. They don't all technically grow wine. Right. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, so Alaska can make their make own wine. wine. With. But yeah. they probably do iced wine. Now that I think about it. They could. If they, they should. to. <laughs> Their growing season's so short, though. So I don't they know if they don't no have enough. no sunlight either. <clears throat> well, they have six months of sunlight. Yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> okay. Question
1: number two. So um, <laughs> Six months of sunlight <laughs> is not enough.
0: <laughs> but it's 100% sunlight. Oh, oh yeah, that's right.
1: I could never live there. Uh-uh. I I could just, ne- so I just read a book. Oh,
0: God. It was a phenomenal book. I highly recommend. Okay. The Great Alone by Kristen Hannah. Okay. Super freaking good. So that's a nickname for Alaska. Oh. And it's about this, it's from the perspective of this um, 13-year-old girl, and she goes with her parents to Alaska to kind of get away from regular civilization, uh-huh. and they kind of you know, change their way in the in the '70s, and they change their way of life and like live in a cabin and oh. learn how to hunt and forage and yeah, and it they have they're in this small little community in Alaska, That's and it crazy. is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal book. It's long. Does she grow up there and like stay there? Yeah. So they. Yeah, it's really good. It it spans about fifteen years. Wow. So it's really really good. The Great Alone. The Great Alone. Highly Miles recommend. I like that a lot. He would, like, really like yeah. <clears throat> he would really like it Yeah, he would really like it I, my friend shout out Rebecca mm-hmm. told me all about it and so I read it and I cannot stop talking about it yeah. and I've literally been telling all my friends highly recommend The Great uh, Alone okay I'm gonna look that up <laughs> <laughs> there's like a little bit of murder in it Ooh, there's like a little bit of like adventure for everybody. <laughs> there's something for everybody I love it Every- <laughs> <laughs> there's something for everybody perfect We love
1: it. Okay. Next question. Question number two. Yes. So uh, rolling back to when we talked about Kendall Jackson, Mm -hmm. how much did KJ Chardonnay originally sell for? So this is back in 1983. What did the original bottle sell for? Nope. Am I high or low? You're low. (laughs) $3. Keep going. Okay. $4. Keep going. Oh, okay. What's the multiple choice? $5. Uh uh-huh. Seven dollars, ten dollars, or twelve dollars. Five dollars. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, keep going. <laughs> you'll get there.
0: <laughs> five dollars. I don't remember what you can buy it for in the store now. I mean, inflation would probably take <gasps> it to like thirteen dollars, which is what it is now. Right.
1: But the, how funny is that? Like this amazing wine that people know and love. It used to be five dollars. Yeah. Funny, right? Okay. This is my favorite question. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Your giggle. Are you ready for this? (laughs) Yes. This also kind of circles back to one of my fun facts. Okay. Okay. In 2002, how many baby girls were named Chardonnay in the UK? Oh,
0: no. This question again. (laughs) (laughs) Would you Um, like a multiple choice? Yes, please. I'm not even going to... Yeah.
1: I'm not even touching this one. All right. A, 20. 20 (laughs) girls... C, 35 girls, C, 50 girls, or D, 65 girls? I'm going to say D,
0: 65 girls.
1: Ding, ding, ding! Really? Yes! <laughs> That's exactly right. 65 young ladies are now named Chardonnay. So in 2002 alone, that was just one year. So what does that make them? 19? Aw. Aw. <laughs> They're in college. Hey. Oh my god. University. That. Nice. Oh, Yeah. Oh, it's you're in my what's it called class? What's your name again? I'm Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs> uh, yeah, Elena's head is still spinning over there. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I know. I wonder if there's anyone in the states named Chardonnay. I would are like to look it up. I'm gonna meet. I would you like to look meet. Up? Yeah, look I'm looking at it. Chardonnay.
0: I yeah. I'm and just, like, what's your last name? Yeah, please, if someone Chardonnay. has the name Chardonnay and you're listening, please email us, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> I want to meet you. I do too. I'm sure you can you're, be on the podcast. I'm sure you're a wonderful, lovely person. I think I so. I want to know what your parents were thinking.
1: I just hope you're a wine drinker.
0: You and must I, be. Or do
1: you hate Chardonnay oh, because yeah. of your
0: name? Or do like, you love it because the, of your name? What
1: does that do? Hmm funny (laughs) (laughs) so we know there are at least 65 women out there named chardonnay 60 no yeah 65 that one year though that one year so there's probably more there's definitely more do you think they'll name their children chardonnay
0: carried on as a family name (laughs) (laughs) anyways well those were wonderful questions thank you and i got one right (laughs) yeah Technically,
1: yeah, we'll go with two. I failed. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we always fail. <laughs> Anyone at home,
0: get them all right. <laughs> Let us know. Oh, this has been such a wonderful evening, guys. Yeah. Um, thank you all so much for your time, and attention. attention. <laughs> Hanging out with us every week, talking yeah. about wine, drinking wine. Yeah. Um, please stay active with us on Instagram. Please. And um like, share, comment on our stuff. Yeah, please DM us. Like we, we want to talk to you. We want to talk to you guys. We're doing this for the public. We're not just doing it for ourselves. Yeah. It is really
1: fun to do. I really us, <laughs> do enjoy it.
0: Just us. But
1: And next week we're covering Malbec. So that'll be super fun. Mm-hmm. Give me some Malbec. Oh my goodness. I'm switching back to red. Yeah. All right, guys. Stuff.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us and making our evening better, better with, with wine. wine.